All right. Hi, everyone. So this little impromptu astrology report was actually just birthed out of the technical difficulties I was having on my astrology on my my astrology report. Wow, Mercury retrogrades coming in hot because I can't even talk. Shit wasn't working. I mean, things often don't work for me on those Instagram lives. I'm not sure why I just moved into a new place and I have exquisite Wi-Fi, so really I don't know what happened. But anyhow, I'm so sorry, you guys. So this is my little makeup for you. And then obviously I think this will be a nice way for other people to get the cosmic happenings of the week. I doubt I will do this weekly. I think I have a little too many irons in the fire and I do love seeing you guys on my IG live every Monday. So um, yeah, this will be a rarity. Okay. But enjoy it for now. And, um, yeah. Okay. So there were a few things that I wanted to tap in with you guys, um, for the astrology for this week. So just to make a note today is November 12th, 2018. And the four things I want to address with you is our, uh, Jupiter moving into Sagittarius, which happened on November 8th, last Thursday. We're going to talk about Mars going into Pisces, which will happen this Thursday, November 15th. And then Venus is going direct on Friday, November 16th. And then Mercury goes retrograde on Friday, um, November 16th. Okay. So wow, a lot going on this week. And all right. So let's first talk about Jupiter going into Sagittarius. So with Jupiter moving into Sag, so Jupiter seeks to expand whatever it touches, right? So um, wherever it's journeying through your chart in particular, which you can learn about if you take if you want to take my um, astrology essentials and zodiac compatibility course, I don't have time to individually um, answer questions on personal charts and I won't be doing one-to-one sessions anymore. But in these courses, I want to empower you guys with the information so you can do it and you don't need to rely on me. That's my deepest goal. I want to empower you. So you can take a look at where this Jupiter, where Jupiter transits for you and where it's going to be expanding your life and what theme in your life is going to get bigger, where you may overindulge, where you may just, you know, for me, I was explaining on the report, Jupiter just went through my career house and all of a sudden it was like, holy shit. It wasn't like, what do I do? Um, because I don't have enough this or that or the other. It was like, oh my God, I have too much. Now I need to organize it and get grounded. So Jupiter can have that effect on our lives, you guys. Whatever it touches, it seeks to increase. It seeks to make more fortunate and bless. Um, and it seeks to get us outside of our comfort zone. So moving in Jupiter to Sagittarius on a collective level. So this is an increase in cultural and spiritual awareness. It can really reinvigorate areas of stagnation in our lives. I got that from Cafe Astrology. I thought that was a great point about this because Sagittarius seeks to move 
forward. And as I said in the report, Jupiter is the natural ruler of Sagittarius. So yay, right? Like we've got this organic flow of energy here. Sagittarius is all about fire and moving forward and the truth and philosophies and spirituality and travel and party and like, let's go. And then Jupiter is the same resonance. It's like, yeah, Sagittarius, like I've got your back. Like let's fucking party. You know what I mean? It's like, let's do this. Let's go. Let's expand. Let's explore. Now, a few things that I think are so powerful. So Sagittarius is all about like our belief systems and Jupiter can have to do, can involve like luck or fortune or fate, that kind of, that kind of energy. So something to explore during our Jupiter and Sagittarius is like to have faith, to trust the process, to trust the, even if you don't know where the adventure is going to lead, well, duh, of course you don't know because it's an adventure. So it's like trusting the whole flow of things, right? And how do we do that? Well, let's learn. Let's buy the tickets. Let's do the adventure. Let's take the course. Let's do the teacher training. This also can have a lot to do about stepping into your energy or power around being a teacher or being a leader of some kind or guiding in some kind, in some way. Now, just a little aside. So the, the major arcana for Jupiter and Sagittarius is the, um, art card, which is tradition, traditionally the temperance card in the tarot. Now, the way that I read the art card from the tarot, um, from the Thoth tarot is alchemy, alchemizing the internal, um, transmuting um, the opposites of our personality and turning it into gold, turning it into something that is, you know, gives not only to our lives, but gives to others' lives as well. It adds value. And, um, Sagittarius has a lot to do with that. It's definitely like adding value, but from a very philosophical, spiritual, intangible, optimistic sort of, um, energy and perspective. So where do we want, where can our lives sort of reinvigorate? Where can we um, get outside of our comfort zone and explore? One thing with Jupiter into Sagittarius is we may throw moderation out the window. So we go like, (laughs) we we take a permanent vacation. It's funny because one of my my assistant's no longer working with me and she, because she is taking a full-time job and she's doing this whole like nomad lifestyle. And I told her, I was like, babe, that's so perfect because Hey, like at the end of the day, like Jupiter is moving into Sag and you can, you like, this is the perfect time to be nomadic. Someone just asked me on the report, um, Hey, like, what about moving this year to a different city or even a different country? Yes, that's all in there. As soon as Jupiter went into Sagittarius, I suddenly was like, Oh my God, it's time for me to travel. It's time for me to go to Hawaii. Hawaii is my favorite place in the entire universe. Um, and just like this funny energy. So I wonder how it's landing for you guys. Okay. So, and then as I said, take the astrology course. If you want to tap in and see, um, where Sagittarius is going to be expanding your life this year. Um, and this is a great thing to look at as sort of like a precursor 
to um, 2019 because Jupiter's fun. I mean, it can be too much at times, whatever it's touching, but it definitely has a fun light energy. Okay. It can definitely be a bit easier and more enjoyable to handle than a Venus retrograde or, (laughs) or um, like a Pluto transit or even Saturn transits and stuff. So it has a bit of a lighter energy. Okay. So And that'll be going on until, I believe, next October. So Jupiter will be in Sagittarius till next October. Okay, my loves, let's go ahead and talk about this Mars into Pisces. And everything else I have to talk about isn't as long and in-depth. So Mars into Pisces, that's going to happen on Thursday. So what does Mars represent? Well, Mars is a planet of action, as you guys know, if you've been following or you're taking Mystic 101 or something. So Mars is an energy of action. Mars is this penetrative quality. It's a masculine energy. And it's like, let's go, let's conquer. Um, it's not as like fun and light as, as Jupiter with the exploration energy. Mars is like the conquering part of our personality. It's like, where do we need to act so that we don't like freaking freak out? Like, it's like, where do we need to like expend our energy? It's like having a young kid. It's like a, having a young, like very honorary child. It, you need to keep it busy. It needs to funnel its energy through a certain, um, uh, like a certain channel. Um, so that's Mars for you. And Mars, as I said, very masculine, penetrative, kind of intense warrior-like energy. Then you've got Mars moving into Pisces, which is quite the opposite. Mars, and by the way, you guys, I got these new stools and I'm wearing polyester pants. So please never mind if you hear my leg moving on them and Anyways, you know what I mean. I can't, I'm not sure if you can hear it, but I didn't want to like <laughs> not address it. Anyhow. All right. So what's up with Pisces? So Pisces is a Neptune ruled sign. Pisces is like the gentle, dreamlike, spiritual, otherworldly kind of energy. So imagine you've got Mars, this like kind of like bull in the china shop type energy, warrior energy, moving into Pisces, this spiritual empathic vibe. So what does that mean for us? So I think that it can have a lot to do with maybe formulating just like action around these Piscean concepts, but it also might uh, like it might bring us a little bit of challenge too, because Mars doesn't necessarily like to be in the water, right? So we may feel a little bit push and pull, like, uh, like we'll, we'll have action towards like spiritual and emotional energy in our lives and spiritual and emotional goals. But in addition, it can also have this vibe of just like feel, feeling a little damp. And maybe if we're not acting through our spiritual, our emotional, empathic channels, we may feel very stagnant because wherever Mars is, it needs us to act. And so just another little like tidbit of info, you guys can 
look in your particular charts and you can see where your natal Mars is. I taught this in one of my um, free women's empowerment classes. The first one, actually, if you want to go learn about that, it's literally on nataliabenson.com slash women dash courses, or just go on to women's courses under the shop tab on my um, site. And you can literally learn about your Mars stuff. So anyways, I happen to think that you know, if we're not acting and formulating our energy through these channels, the spiritual, emotional, and, um, let's see, spiritual, emotional, and spiritual channels, we may feel very thwarted and not only, you know, and maybe in a sense that can even be like a good thing. You know what I mean? Like we, we all need to be doing this to bring this energy to the planet. Um, so yeah, I think that's fascinating. And again, sorry, I lost my train of thought. You can see where your natal Mars is. And then when you see where your natal Mars is in your chart, not about the transit Mars, but your natal Mars, you can see where you need to act in your life. And it can give you a good boost of information. If let's say you feel a little bit stagnant or you're just like, you feel kind of shitty about something or whatever, it can definitely have an energy of just like, okay, great. Like at the end of the day, like I know that, you know, because my Mars is in Leo or my Mars is in the fifth house that I need to be creative or expressive or sensual or pleasured or whatever. And that's a good space for my Mars energy. So I don't feel so like blah. You know, if you're feeling blah in your life, check out where your natal Mars is and then listen to what I'm saying about this transit, um, Pisces Mars. Okay. Okay. Lastly, Venus direct, well, almost last Venus direct on the 16th and then Mercury retrograde on the 16th, LOL universe, right? That's a fun one. So Venus direct, this can guide us to have more clarity as Venus is moving direct. And even this week, you may feel like, okay, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. Like this is the vibe, right? So clarity is what starts to come back online around these Venetian issues. Um, where did we tap into our self-love? Have we worked with our energy? Like, I'll be honest with you guys. I, I don't know if it's from moving into my new place. The lighting is different. I think my water is a little harsher here. Like I'm probably drier just because of the water and the freaking downtown air, whatever. But I literally woke up this morning and I was like, whoa, like I just don't feel very attractive right now. And I'm like, well, that's also Venus retrograde and you also getting like acclimated to a new space. And so I sat in front of the mirror and did mirror work for like five minutes and I just caught my gaze and I was like, you're beautiful. I love you. Your worth is inherent. And I just worked through that. And then as soon as I started to shift the conversation, I started to see the totality of my beauty again, and not just the beauty of the physical, but the the all-encompassing beauty that comes through in the, from the spirit. Notice that when you're looking at someone, you don't pick up on their individual flaws. You look at the totality of their energy and features. It's actually what you're picking up on. So this Venus retrograde, you know, it can definitely bring out insecurity, right? And it can definitely have this vibe of just like really asking us to tap in to our innate beauty, our innate worth. So that exercise, and you guys know if you're 
in courses with me or coaching that I talk about that all the time, like doing your mirror work. Okay. So check in with yourself. What did you learn? What was, what is this Venus direct represent for you? Okay. All right. And then lastly, we've got Venus going retro. I'm sorry. Fuck not Venus going retrograde, um, Mercury going retrograde on Friday. And that's going to be retrograde from 11, 16, November 16th to December 6th. So good news. Um, you guys, we made it with that Venus retrograde. I remember starting to write about that and talking to you guys about that, like hot damn, it's been quite a journey and, um, whatever house Venus was retrograding through for you, definitely check in and like see what the themes were. And if those were coming up for me, it was 1000% on the money. It was crazy. Um, and I can explain that to you guys if you care or you want me to, but for the sake of, for this not being like a million years long. So Mercury going retrograde. So it's going to be going retrograde through Sagittarius. So I just gave you guys a nice little vibe on Sag, right? This, um, explorative, fun, lighthearted, um, adventurous, freedom loving sign. So Mercury retrograding through Sag to me doesn't have as much like emotional intensity as maybe it just has a bit of energetic pandemonium because <laughs> it can just be a little bit all over the place. Anytime a, um, anytime a planet goes retrograde, according to astrology, it just means that its energy sleeps. That's how, um, Susan Miller puts it. Her, the, the energy of that planet sleeps. It goes offline. It goes internal. So Mercury retrogrades are again, not there to make us go bonkers, but when the computer is going slow, when we're running late, when the computer is, notice how I'm talking about computers, the phone is whatever. It's like all of these things, they're not there to make us want to like pull out, pull out our hair. You know what I mean? Or throw something through a window. They're literally there just like, okay, where can I stop and center? Think of, think of retrogrades like that, you guys where can I stop and center? I'm getting triggered. I'm having this thing. Maybe it's a tiny thing. Maybe it's a really big life thing going on. Where can I stop and center and just find my center for a moment and remember my connection to myself and to the universe? So that is the opportunity that many retrogrades um, offer. And as Mercury moves through retrograde, remember, just keep things light, keep things, you know, centered with yourself, the whole shebang. Okay, you guys, I love you. I'm going to talk more about Mercury retrograde as we move forward. Um, I got my Postmates and I got to go and I don't want this to be long. You guys, I hope this was wonderful for you. And this was actually fun recording this. Maybe I will do this more often. Okay. Love you guys. I'll see you lots this week. I'm off my moon. I'm feeling ready to rock. I feel great. I had a really nice weekend of self-care and just grounding in. That's why I want you guys to pay attention to your cycle so you can be gentle and keep your energy you know, flowing instead of judging yourselves for feeling like tired or stagnant or whatever. Okay. All right. Love you. Thank you for tuning into this.